Hey guys, welcome to the Twiniversity Podcast, a show created exclusively for parents of twins. I'm your host, Natalie Diaz. I am a mom of twins. I am also the Twiniversity founder, and I am the best-selling author of the book, What to Do When You're Having Two. Our goal at Twiniversity is to make sure that you always feel connected, we laugh at the little things, and we really do get to teach you a few tricks along the way. And that is what we hope this podcast is about to do. So welcome to Twiniversity. Gerber Children's Wear offers the most affordable and adorable infant and toddler apparel to help you dress your 20s in the cutest outfits ever. Starting at just $5, I'm literally telling you the truth. They literally have outfits starting at $5. So you could find the perfect going home outfits, stock up on onesies. Um, a side note, they're actually the original owner of the onesie brand trademark, by the way, just so you know. And you could also find super cute sleepwear, everyday outfits, and accessories that parents need for your twins' first years. They really honestly do have the sweetest matching sets that coordinate between boy-boy, girl-girl, and boy-girl twinnies. You gotta head over there, and you really gotta check them out. They are the cutest. To learn more about Gerber Children's Wear, visit GerberChildrensWear.com. Hey, cats and kittens. So you guys know that in addition to being the big cheese at Twiniversity and the author of What to Do When You're Having To, I am also the world's leading expert on twin gear. Did you guys know that? It's the truth. I am constantly keeping an eye on the products that are out there for you now, in addition to keeping an eye on the horizon for twin items to come. So that's why I'm so excited to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Baby Trend. So if you're creating a baby registry for twins, you guys got to keep Baby Trend at the top of that list. Baby Trend offers so many incredible products just for twins. From the original Snap and Go Double, which is one of the gold standards of Twiniversity, to the Gold Light Twins Nursery Center, which is so super sweet. You guys got to check it out. Baby Trent has always placed our twin families at the forefront of their product line and also their product development line. It's amazing with the stuff that they keep coming out with. So for more information, visit babytrend.com. And you guys will see firsthand exactly what I'm talking about because they will have a plethora of items just for you. Hey gang, it's Natalie Diaz of Twiniversity. I just want to give you a little heads up that this uh, podcast was taped before the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, so I just don't want you, like if you hear something in the episode, we don't want you to think that we were being insensitive. Our hearts, our thoughts, and... Every good vibe that we can muster are going out to you and your family during this difficult time. It won't be easy, but we will get through it. We are uh, an amazing team, right? Not only at Twiniversity, but as a country and as a world, we really got this. And our uh, sincerest appreciation goes out to all first responders and everybody who's out there on the front lines from our grocery store clerks to our people at the post office, literally, and everybody in between. We can't possibly thank you enough. So without further ado, welcome back to Twiniversity. So I'm excited today. I'm always excited. You guys know this. I live basically in a, a constant state of excitement. I'm very lucky in that regard. Today, our guest is not a twin mom, but a twin herself. 
And I love, it's almost like, forget about that Netflix documentary in the mind of a murderer. Today, we are getting into the mind of a twin. Dum, dum, dum. I would have, you know, music in there, but it's too expensive to buy. And then I'd have to have a copyright. It would be a whole thing. So insert your own dramatic music right now. Dum, dum, dum. All right. So Stacy is an identical twin. Um, clearly her twin is a girl. I don't know. I'm more than sure we're going to talk about that as well. That's, that's probably comes up just a few times a day. They live apart, which breaks my heart. But at the same time, you know, it is like a real life that they're living. They're not like those twins that you see on those documentaries that have to like dress alike every day now that they're adults. This is a different type of twins. These are real twins, real I, real identical girls. So today we're getting into Stacy's mind and I wish that she's going to channel her sister because I don't know if you guys know she could read her sister's thoughts because that's what everybody would probably tell her. So today we are talking about five things that you should never do when raising your twins. And even though I don't have identicals, I'm sure that these rules will apply to me. So without further ado, like if now now I would have band music and the band would play you on Stacy. Walk on in, Stacy. Come on in. Ah, yes, yes, guys. She's here. Welcome, Stacy. Welcome to our podcast. Yo, it's like in a baseball game when you have your like go your song that plays every time you go up to bat. Yes. Do you have yeah. a song? Do you ever think about that? Oh, I do when I'm at baseball games, but I can't right now. So I have an actual song. I've had it for a while. Do you want to know what my song is? I do. I do. Okay. My song is called Starry Eyed Surprise. And I like oh, that song. Yeah. And I think the dude is Paul Oakland or something. I don't even know who sings it. But I have declared this as my walk on music if I were to accept an award. Now, this nice. is probably 15 years ago. Um, Stacey, I've never had to use that. So I just want Not you to know. Yet. Not yet. It's still available. So if you need that as your song, somebody should use it because clearly I'm not getting any awards. If somebody out there listening would like to give me a fake award, it could be a toilet paper roll that perhaps they fashioned into an award, I will accept it and that would be my music. So you have to think about your music. And more importantly, yep. would your sister choose the same song because you guys are identical? <laughs> Everything the same? Yes. Some people would think that. Oh my gosh. So tell us about growing up twin. It's awesome. I, I always, I still think this, my sister and I always think that people who grew up without a twin were missing out. I like agree. it's, it's just like the coolest thing. Oh. Yeah. I mean, your best friend made for you. Like, you know, you don't have to find other kids to play with. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now my first thing, I like I don't know what your your five tips are going to be, but I'm fascinated because I want the things that I want to know besides you giving us advice so that we don't screw up our children is <laughs> did you guys know who was older? Did you ever play parent trap where you would change places and date a boy because that's what my daughter would want to know. Uh, although I think <laughs> that inquiring minds in general are fascinated by this. And then what do you think that maybe your mom and dad did wrong or right that we could learn from so that we could raise our own 20s appropriately? Can I just tell you, those are three of my five things. Just <gasps> I'm the best. I told you I should have an award, Stacey. 
It's like we have like twin minds. Like you're an honorary twin. You have I, a twin mind. I kind of want to be an honorary. I'm so sad that I'm not a twin. I've always, it's always been one of my big regrets because I could see it and I saw that great relationships and I do, I do have great envy of 20s. So look, so, okay. So start us off. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. Um, So the, did you know who was older question really bothers me that it's even a question because of course, you know, right? I mean, there are some twin parents who I learned without learning it was a problem um decide not to tell their twins who's older oh yeah and i was baffled by that when i heard because what why wouldn't you i mean why wouldn't you tell your twins their birth story right i always knew that i was second by 11 minutes and that's one of the first questions people ask you who's older by how much yeah so i that's really like the work. introductory twin question yeah. but yeah stacy people get like super cray cray over this they go they nuts do. I don't, I really, I, someone needs to explain to me why that is a decision. Because what are the twins going to say? I don't know. My mom didn't tell me. Basically. Yeah. We don't know. It always like for the twins that I've met that haven't known, because of course I ask because I don't know why my, I have my own issues. (laughs) It's literally the first question people ask. Who's when you're together, obviously, or not just when they find out I'm a twin. Are you older I, or younger? I do the same thing. Could I tell you why I specifically do it? Because I immediately assess somebody based on their birth order. Is that yes. horrible? Oh, I do too. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you're A, great. That's usually <laughs> in my head, great. This is what I have to deal with now. So in my in my mind, and that's horrible for all you baby A's out there, understand that I I have to say my baby A, despite the fact that she's not identical, is a little bit more challenging. And I do believe that there is something to the whole mother nature component of making baby A like, I'm out of here. Well, we always joke about that because our birthday is at the end of August. So right when school starts. So it's a terrible birthday. And I always blame her because she wanted to get out. I was content to stay for another month. Oh, no. She ruined everything. You could have had such better birthday parties. I know. Fall, birthday, perfect. Day before school starts, terrible. That's the worst. Did you even have birthday parties? Because how did you know who you wanted to invite? Right. And sometimes it wouldn't even be during school. So you don't even get to celebrate it at school. So you have the weird, like, summer birthday that no one remembers. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It's terrible. It's literally, I'm a teacher now, and it's literally the day before school starts. (laughs) this year i blame my sister i do i blame her too now now she's my least favorite twin you were always my favorite twin so it didn't really matter of course of course all right so now that this whole controversy you think is is malarkey that's gonna be my word of the day i don't know why it's a controversy and i really just realized it like a few months ago that people did it it was brand new to me i was shocked like what why yeah, they do. I think that the, the the reasoning behind it is they don't want one to hold anything over the other's head. I'm sure it is, but whatever. Twins fight because they're siblings. Yeah, and whatever. I I don't know. My kids hold it above the other's head. I'm okay with that. It's fun. Like my mom calls me her baby, and I'm 41. That's so- what I do to my boy. I go, come here, my baby boy. He is, he has probably 60 pounds on her and a foot 12 inches taller than her. But that's my little baby bird and I love him so much. Do that 
while he's like growing up forever like yeah. as an adult but he's like, 14 now he can't stand it he can't even make eye contact with me when i go into full cuddle coyote mode and he he can't do it but i'm gonna do it because he's my baby he's my tiny yeah. four pounder i also like to show him off sometimes when i meet other preemie parents in stores and I, i'd be like you see this look at it look at yeah. it it was in the NICU forever in a day and it was four pounds at birth and then lost weight look at it it's mm -hmm. you need it to reach something off a top shelf tell it tell it to do <laughs> things for you that's my boy he's like my Frankenstein's monster he's my best we do that too I mean I was a four pounder and I'm not tall now but I'm awesome so we always say look we are preemies we're awesome yeah it really is amazing okay so we got the birth order so your uh, thing is tell your kids their birth order because otherwise it is really awkward for them. The, and like, they're going to find out when they get their license and they have to have their well, birth certificates. They're yeah, going to find yeah. out. Yeah, I know. Maybe it's we'll weird. do, maybe if people don't tell their twins, they should do like a birth order reveal <laughs> because there seems to be a party for everything nowadays. I mean, if there's cupcakes, I would do that. Yeah, like, if, if it could be an additional celebration and then we yeah. have like a big cake and then you cut it open and there's like a little statue of the first one out or something. Or you like a king cake where you pull the ribbon and you see the first one that comes out and be like, it's a, you know, it's a Stacy. So and there's the other a lot of ideas. Because it wants a later birthday. That would be me. That would be yep. you. See? Yeah. Look at this. I love that. So the other piece of advice would be um, plan to deliver by 30 weeks. So time <laughs> your sweet loving sessions so that it doesn't interfere with a late August birthday so your kids don't get screwed out of birthday parties. Well, I, or, yeah, I don't know. And my parents are both teachers, so it was really tough for them. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot to deal with. Ah, yeah. Away, a lot to deal with. Mm -hmm. uh, did you have one, when you had birthday parties, I don't know if this is on your list, but when you had birthday parties, was it like a singular birthday party or did you have two cakes on the same day or like what's the separation on the birthdays as you grew up that's a good, that's not on my list but that's really good um we as like infants and like toddlers had one birthday party one cake um but when we were in elementary school we were in different classes oh that's not on my list but it should be hmm. separate separate classes um we had different friends so we would have different birthday parties like you know different weekends or whatever and we would each go to each other's party but it would be like just my party and there were some overlap like our neighbor friends but some difference and then when we were in like middle school and high school we had the, the same friends mostly so then we would go back to a joint party I like a joint party my twins were born on my husband's birthday oh no oh it's so disgusting the amount of pastries in my house on that day and everybody likes to have something very separate and my yeah. husband insists on having his own cake. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> Where you would think, like, oh, I embrace that I had twins on this day. He's like, no, no, no. No. I want my own cake. Nobody's touching it. I'm eating it all by myself in a closet by my, by my lonesome. So we, we used to do, when they were little, we had one cake for, like, for the 20s and then a cake for Big John. And then as they got older, they wanted separate things, but we still had one party. But we've done it all. We've done like like you guys. I think that in the beginning, you have one birthday and then it transitions. Okay, are you ready for my next question? Could we stay on birthday parties for two seconds? Yeah. 
What do you do come singing happy birthday time? (gasps) Oh. (sighs) You know, I don't even remember. So it must not have been traumatic. Good. I don't know. I, yeah. We alternated who who got their name. We either sang twice, but Uh, if you had like a big party, people weren't into that. Like, let's say all the family was there. Like, they're like, we're not singing twice. Like, we just want, blow out the freaking candles and let's move on with our day. So we would do like one year, it would be happy birthday, Anna and Johnny. And then the next year would be happy birthday, Johnny and Anna. See, we did it. But doesn't the names flow together one way like i don't know they do flow together anna and johnny is the way that it flows because uh, that's the way i just yell it most of the time like when i'm yelling i feel like the, the names flow in birth order they do they do so you don't remember that well that's good at least i didn't traumatize yeah. i actually bet if i asked my kids they would have no recollection of that so you you're know, i was so like ah yep. well you know good job mom <laughs> That's right. Good. Good job. That's why mommy drinks kids. That's what I tell them when they were growing up. That's why, guys. That's why, guys. All right. So now we got birthday parties kind of under our belt. I yes. We got birth order under our belt. Give us, like, your next big one. Like, please, twin parent, don't do this. Well, um, I mean, this kind of fits in a lot of categories. But I think the thing that really, like, the... What did your parents do wrong? What did they do right? It also connects to like the parent trap question. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's difficulty in trying to figure out how to balance like twins being like identical in my case or just mm-hmm. like, you know, the same versus different. And people ask me a lot like, well, how are you the same? How are you different? And it's really weird to us because <laughs> we don't know. Like, yeah. we're just. Yes. You know, so my sister and I are both English teachers. Huh? Yay, nerds. Um, which we think is fine. You know, our parents are both teachers. But people are like, wow, you have the same job. Weird. Like, you went to the same college. Weird. And I'm like, yeah. So some siblings go to the same college. Mm-hmm. and But then on the same end, they're like, oh, you're more like this. Or, I mean, <gasps> growing up, I, I, like, I was the bossy one. Oh. So that's weird, too. Like. I think it's just weird when people kind of throw in your face, like, well, you do this instead. and Like, you have to have a label. Right. You like, have to be different and the same, like, in separate categories. You can't just, like, blur together happy. and They're just be happy. people. I hate and people. That, yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> I hate people. So you would say do not even attempt to label your children, not only because yes. psychologically could break them, but also, it's just annoying. It Yes. Yes to both of those. I think just in general, like, don't emphasize, like, oh, you're doing that exactly the same. Or, ooh, that's really different. Like, they're just people, two different people. They're going to be alike because they're twins mm-hmm. and they're siblings. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to be exactly alike. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love I that. Think- I think that honestly, I'm I'm pretty sure that we my kids were easily labeled. I think that that's pretty common, and then yeah. I guess there's also probably the commonality of the easy baby. Yeah. Right, and you're yeah. like, oh, thank God, there's one of them in the batch. There's <laughs> one that makes you gray, and then there's another one that you're like, oh, thank God for that one exists. So I know what a good baby is like. So I could. I feel ex- like that switches back and forth. Oh, too, it totally right? did a million times. It still does. 
It still does yeah. it in the teenage years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's it's definitely, but it's nice because then there's like one that keeps the baseline. Like there's yes. always one at a baseline. Rarely, but there's definitely moments where everybody is losing their poop. Uh, rarely, oh. usually one is losing it at a separate time, which is good. But yeah, I don't oh. like the labeling. That bothers me. Yep. And I think, so we always joke that my mom, because we live in different states and my parents live in Wisconsin, so we're in three different states, um, that when my mom comes to visit one of us, it's the love the one you're with. So that's her sweet. favorite twin is the one she's with. Oh, that's a good <laughs> She'll like buy us all stuff when it's just like, you know, me and my mom. And then when she goes to my sister, she'll buy her all the stuff. So. Uh, so it's okay. Does it ever bother you if your mom said that your sister's her favorite? No, because I would be sarcastic and say, just kidding. When I call her, I say, it's your favorite daughter. Does your sister <laughs> do the same thing? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. My grandfather yeah. always used to do that to us. Like, it would be like Christmas and he would like take me aside and he'd be like, you know, Nat, you're my favorite. Don't tell your sister. And then, and then my, he would take my sister like later and he'd tell my sister, but I never brought it up for the record. I always kept my grandpa's secrets in the vault. My sister immediately was like, huh, did you know I'm grandpa's favorite? That'd be me. I was like, I was keeping it hush hush. No, I don't, I can't keep secrets. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So you're my sister. That's, that's what happened. I, it's, it's very, very funny, but I think that it's sweet. And I said, like I ask sometimes if I ask my kids who they think my favorite is and I'm like, <laughs> who do you think my favorite is? And it's usually the easy one that day. So it's never the yeah. same answer all the time. My daughter mm-hmm. will usually say my son. My son will usually say him. <laughs> no matter what, no matter what. My daughter's like, you know, your favorite's Johnny. And I'm like, it is. Let's be honest. He's so damn easy he just really boys are easier oh he's so go with the flow man that kid is just like chill my daughter is like oh my god we gotta do this gotta go here Uh, uh, uh. i can't i can stacy i can't do it (laughs) my boy's like whatevs whatever i'm gonna go play some video games you need me to unload a dishwasher okay like it's literally like wow i didn't know people like you were like on this planet it's great so nice and calm and then i'm like bah that's my husband's the same way too though so i think that unfortunately plays a role he affected my boy so that's good i like that i feel good because also this is validation for me personally people just get to listen in on my own personal validation and we make this a podcast but it's really just making me feel better about myself um so good so so far i haven't broken them okay so far i'm doing i'm two for two i'm doing all right two for two i'm two for two okay let's go to the next one, regardless of where it fell on your list, we're going there. Okay. The classroom. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is huge. Like, honestly, this could be a whole separate podcast of oh, what yeah. your opinion is because everybody thinks they're right, no matter yep. what side. I feel like we are as diverse about this topic than anything else in the twin world. Yeah. And everybody's like, but the state's deciding. And the state's like, we'll tell you what to do. And the mom's like, nobody could tell us what to do. This is what we want to do. So what I've actually have done both with my twins. They've been Mm -hmm. together and then they've been separate and then they've been together again. So because of the schools that we've been to, both um, kindergarten up through middle school, 
they have had to either be in the same class or separate classes because there was either one class of that grade or two classes. So right. what, how did this affect you? Big picture, little picture. How do you feel about it? How did your mom handle it as an educator? Well, I was just going to bring that up. So my parents were both elementary school teachers, so they had strong opinions about it. We, When we were in kindergarten, we were at a smaller school, and there was only one class. So we were together for kindergarten. And my parents were like, okay, nope, we're not doing that anymore. So we moved school districts. So um, just like to the other side of town. Uh, and in first grade, we, and then all through elementary, we were in different classes and it worked really well. I mean, that's when we had like our separate birthday parties because we had separate friends and we got to kind of develop our own identities and we were still super close, you know, it wasn't that big of a school. So we saw each other a lot, but I think that was a really good thing. Um, When we went to middle school, we had some classes together, some not just because you don't really, you know, control it that much. Um, Same in high school. And then we ended up going to the same college. We didn't necessarily plan on it. I mean, at first we were like, let's go to separate colleges. But then we both liked the same one. Um, But we lived in separate dorms. So that was our like decision with each other. Um, But then we ended up majoring in the same thing. (laughs) So we had a lot of the same classes, but not all. And I think that worked well. I think, so we're sort of like your kids, like together, apart, together. And I think that apart in elementary school really helped. It it really made it okay to then be back together in middle school and high school and college. What do you, what would you say to parents that have, that their kids are going to school and the parents are having a minor nervous breakdown about the fact that their kids are going to be separated because like to me they're like they're going to work better together and they need each other like what would you say as a twin what's the advice that you give that parent well and I think yes they need each other yes they would work better together but that's why you separate them I mean I really think if we had stayed together we would rely too much on each other um I mean, we we had to kind of do our own thing. And if something was hard in class, we had to talk to the teacher ourselves, which as a, and especially an identical twin, like that's hard to do when you're a little kid. But I think it's important. Like I really, I really do. I agree. And I think that this is where literally we lose half the audience. Are you ready? Let's we do go. it. Um, I do think that some people treat their twin sibling as like their therapy animal. Yes. And like you, you want that and you want to be like, but it comforts them. And it's, it's actually not because there's going to be, you can't take that therapy animal everywhere. It's just going to have to be. And so rip off the bandaid in a situation when there's a million kids that could be your kid's friends instead of saying, okay, this one time at the park, you're going to be, you're going to have to fly solo. And then that kid is like, I don't know how to make a friend. I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't know how to do that. I always had a friend next to me. So that's yeah. always my argument. When, and I get a lot of personal phone calls about this. Like, honestly, I have to say like that people don't often call me, but like my phone number is very available on Twiniversity. And the most, the questions that I get asked most when people literally, and I answer the phone, I'm like, hello. And they're like, hey, Nat, it's, you know, Gretchen from Nebraska. And then for a minute, I think I know Gretchen from Nebraska. And I'm like, hey, Gretchen, how are you doing? You know, when like you have that moment in a phone call, you're trying to play, who is this person? 
Do I know Gretchen from, do I know a Gretchen? I don't know many people in Nebraska. When was the last time I was in Nebraska? What, I don't even know where Nebraska is. So, uh, yeah, that's what people call. They're like, where our kids are going into first grade. They did kindergarten mm-hmm. together. The school wants to separate them. Does mm-hmm. Twiniversity have any letters or anything that I could submit with documentation proving that they should be together? And you're like, no, in fact, yeah. the opposite. And then I have to have like, it's like intervention time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, Gretchen, let's break this down little by little. What are the reasons why you think they should be together? And then it's like point counterpoint. And then yeah. hopefully, usually by the end of the conversation, everybody is calm because they're not, it's going to be easier for them too. So, cause mm-hmm. now I don't have to literally go fight city hall. <laughs> Good luck with that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Gretchen. So, yeah, so for me, I think, honestly, kids should be separated. My kids started together in kindergarten, and my kid's kindergarten teacher, I actually went to grade school with. So it was fascinating that I had, like, a little in in my kindergarten class. But, like, my son would come out of the bathroom, and, you know, Dominant Donna, as I want to call my daughter, um, she would say to him, did you wipe good enough? (laughs) Oh, this is a girl. It is. And so the teacher, my poor Elizabeth, she was like, Anna, like, that's not something you would, you should ask somebody. And if you have a question about it, ask the teacher and then have the teacher ask. And then we came to the realization, are you ready for this? This was such a sad day for us. My daughter actually thought that that was her son. Oh. So she knew the birth order, but she thought that they were like Russian dolls. So I had her, and then she thought that she had him. Oh, my God. I'm imagining my sister as the bigger Russian doll, and I was inside. That's it. That's how that goes. So that's the Russian doll theory of twinning is what my daughter had, that I didn't know that that was something I had to explain to anybody. But she was so sad about it. Because Uh, when I'm like, you're not his mother. Because, of course, at, like, age five, I would yell that all the time. You're not his mother. Stop it. (laughs) And she'd be like, but mom, I am. And I'm like, but you're not, Anna. Actually, you're literally not his mother. (laughs) And it was hard. It was very hard for her. She felt, I think she was a little heartbroken that she had no child at five years old. She was sad about it. So I have another anecdote, which I think will help our case. Okay, go on. I love it. Do it. um, And maybe just like separate lives, just kind of broadening it out. Um, My sister and I were in separate classes, but we were together so much that even like in high school, she went to a week long camp in the summer and I didn't go. And it was so difficult for it. We were in high school. You know, I just like cried the whole week because, you know, yeah. Um, And then when, after we graduated from college, we went to separate grad school. She went to a program in Illinois. I was at Iowa. Um, And the first semester, first year, like I cried every day. Because I, yeah, and I mean, as an adult, and I don't think there's, I mean, in some ways, there's not a way around that because we were so close. But I mean, even at that point, like, I was wishing that I would have had, you know, more experiences separately as a kid, you know, like, go off for a week with like grandma and grandpa, or, you know, things like that. So then one kid off to stay with a relative for a while, just to kind of help with that. Yeah, I think that it's really important that people realize that they're two separate kids 
and that many like when you it is very different obviously than having a sibling because that sibling had a life without you for a minute mm-hmm. and yep. so with 20s it's been like you know a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time it's like it's always on and yep. so with 20s i think it's very it's very important and we started doing this literally just because my daughter needed so much medical treatment when she was little that often somebody would have to stay with my son and so she would need a procedure or another test or something and then i realized like this is actually really great because mm-hmm. then as a parent i got to experience having a having one baby and yeah. that's when i realized that point number two why people stop listening to me anybody <laughs> who has a singleton just i don't want to hear it i really i don't want to hear you not sleeping i don't want to hear how challenging it is i do know that everybody's difficulty is difficult to them and everybody is going through something. And I say this and Stacy could see me like my eyes are closed. It's my personal <laughs> mantra. Like don't yep. get angry at people with one baby. It's not their fault. They don't it's know what it's fault. like. Yeah, they don't know what it's like to have two. But you like I'm telling you, I couldn't stand like after the twins were born and somebody would be we'd be at the playground and be like, "Oh my god, you know, Vanessa's not sleeping." And I'm like, "What?" Vanessa's not sleeping? Try, like, double, <laughs> let's double down on that. I haven't slept since 2014. That was the last time I got a good night's sleep. So, so I have right a here. friend um, from grad school who had twins. Um, and I remember I was driving with her, and the twins were um, less than six months old. And they were screaming in the back of her van. And I had a realization that being a twin is easier than having twins. Holy crap, yes. You just, yes, yes, (laughs) yes. And when I meet twins, the first thing out of my mouth that I say is, you better be good to your mother. I know. Like literally. I said that to her. I said, wow, I mean, good for you. (laughs) And she has had a singleton and her twins are like, I don't know, in elementary school now. And she said, it's so much easier. I mean, just, I'm so glad I had one this time. Yeah, it's like a vacation. It's yeah. like going to like a weird European resort and just spending the day like with one baby. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. But whenever I meet twins, Stacy, I am telling you now, mark my words, and you could ask anybody I know that has twins. I don't say like, oh my God, who's older? I My first thing is, is first of all, you should be sending your mother flowers by the end yeah. of this week. I should. And just mm-hmm. say thank you. And not just you, I say this to everybody, because I don't think, you know, kids don't realize what your parents do, regardless. But I don't really believe that anybody could possibly, I don't think a twin could comprehend what their parent went through. Oh, it's just fun for us. We yeah. didn't have to do that. You just enjoyed it. You're parent trapping <laughs> in separate classes. You're having a lot of cakes. It's so many birthday yeah. parties. So for you, yeah. But now look at your mom. She had to buy all that stuff for two parties at the same time. So it's not like, like, let's say you had a tight budget. It's not like you financially could have a little minute to like recoup before the next birthday. Yeah, Stacey, you better be sending some flowers. When my mom was pregnant with twins, they didn't know boy or girls or identical back then. So they, I mean, they only had one boy name picked out. So they were just hoping it was at least one girl. Surprise! Who yeah. got the name? Did your sister get the name that was chosen or did you get it? Oh, if it was girl boy, it would be a different girl name. Not okay. neither of our names. 
So they had, they did, but they had two girl names. Had two girl names. Okay, okay, okay. A boy girl name. I thought that they were like hoping for boy girls and had a boy name. <laughs> no, but. And then only one girl <laughs> name picked who got that name was what I was asking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> who got the secret name? Oh man, not my kids were not named. We knew that the that I was having a boy that my husband was just going to name him, and that was it. Although I would have named him Fred, I still say to this day. Oh. And if you ever see a two university class, I have fake babies that I use in class. His name is always Fred. That's awesome. That's the only thing. And if I ever had a boy dog, his name is going to be Fred, and that's that. That's a great dog name. That's my oh. grandfather. That told me I was his favorite. I wanted to name my boy after him, but whatevs. Because we had an extra bonus baby, I didn't really have a leg to stand on because he should get to choose one. Although I was naming my daughter, her real, the name, my number one name that I wanted for her. Are you ready for what I wanted to name her? I wanted to name her Kenya. Oh. I know it's weird and everybody's like, huh, that's an interesting name. But I, I been to africa a lot and as people don't know that i've been to africa a lot and i have like a real weird connection to the continent and i love kenya and that's where i went on my honeymoon i worked for an african company for many years before twin diversity i had a real job guys i don't know if anybody realizes that but like i had like a career like i went to work every day in an office with cubicles and you know had health insurance so it was nice at one point and it was an african company that I worked for. It was an African tour operating company. But yeah, oh, I, didn't, I didn't get to name either of my kids, Stacey. I got gypped out of both of those. Um, better yeah. have more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not happening. That'll, I'm waiting for the boy dog, Fred. Even this dog that we have now, I didn't name. The kids named it Betty. Why dog named Fred is perfect. Yeah. I know a dog named Fred. We have a, there's a, a dog on Instagram that I follow. His name is Fred. <laughs> those are the people who I follow on Instagram mostly dogs and crochet yeah. people like that's literally my entire thing mine oh. is dogs and runners mm-hmm. see, yeah. that's how it goes that makes me happy these are things that make us happy guys so we're not going to put them in the same classroom they're going to have Correct. separate birthdays or the same birthdays nobody's really going to be traumatized um, right. we're going to tell them their birth order because Correct. we can and yeah. what else is going to be oh we're not going to label them no, we're not. We're no. not doing it. We're not playing that evil twin business either. Unless, no. like, that's a Halloween costume. Because Unless, you guys are the like, only ones that could pull it off. Which is off. Hey, could we speak about Halloween costumes? Did you guys wear, like, coordinating costumes? Yes, we did. Of course you did. Uh, of course. <laughs> were you, like, milk and cookies, peanut butter and jelly? Like, what were you guys? I remember one year we were a man and a woman, and I got to be the woman, and my sister had to be the man. I, I don't know how, probably because I was bossy. Probably. Right? You're like, I'm oh. the girl. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, my favorite kind of matching costume we did was in first grade. We were both witches. But then we had someone make a sign that said, which, which is which. <gasps> oh, snap. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's how you rolled in yep. first grade. I know. Yeah. Oh, I sure that. was. Which, which is which. Did mm-hmm. anybody, and did they not know, were you like super identical that day? So we're that, still super, yeah, we're super identical. But you, still. Could, but were your witch's costumes super identical? Oh yeah, okay. yep, exactly. So you yep. went for it. You were like, we're going to totally we trick them on this. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love Halloween. Halloween's the best. I always mm-hmm. love, Halloween was always, and I usually make the costumes for the 20s when they were little. So my favorite costume was they were a gingerbread boy and girl. Oh. I made it out of like foam. 
Like I just went to the foam store and like cut out. It was I go all in, but now no. I don't care. Now I'm like good for you. Buy some spray no. hair. Yeah. <laughs> so now, they just want candy. That's it. And that they literally you're too big. Like this year, I'm like you guys should be giving out candy, not accepting candy. Buy a bag of candy and you can stay home. <laughs> They're never gonna go for that. They, it, for them, it's the thrill of the hunt. They're hunting oh, candy, yeah. so I I understand that. So what else could we do to not um, send our kids into therapy? Uh, ooh, that's a big topic. Um, but the last thing on my list is don't always dress twins the same. Opinions. And I know, I mean, so I've talked to my husband, a singleton, about this. Like, I, I occasionally just rant about twin stuff. And he tells me the, like, singleton who doesn't have any bias response so i went on i was watching one of the tlc shows about quince and sex tuplets which gotta say like love them love those shows like maybe just because it's like watching those people have such a hard life and i'm like yeah. um but they all dress the kids the same um, like on outdaughtered which is my new favorite watch in marathons five girls all dress the same and so i went on a little rant about it and my husband said well, they probably just, you know, found something that fit and needed to get it all. So it's practical. And I was like, mm, okay. like, and it's probably easier to find them in a crowd if they're all dressed the same. And I'm like, mm, okay. So, Look at him. <laughs> Look at him bringing up valid arguments. <laughs> and so, I mean, yes. But also, I feel like that kind of emphasizes that you're exactly the same. If there are twin, and maybe like as babies, it's cute, but like we're not sideshow freaks, so you don't have to be like, look at my exactly the same. Unless you are, unless that's your the career choice your parents have chosen for you. Exactly, and then I would, yeah, it's a I possibility. Make, maybe we have a few. We have actually a lot of people that dress their twins alike, but they they'll tell you that it's their twins' choice. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I just lost fans too. Yeah, it's I okay. Mean, I, we lose a lot. We're okay with that at, <laughs> here at Twin University. We just, we so, speak the truth, whether you like it or not. That's right. So now my sister and I will do like things where we'll dress alike because it's funny, you know, as adults. Like, and I know some like twins that are in middle school or high school that, you know, occasionally would dress alike, but I don't think a two year old decides to dress. No, no. I just, I, I agree. And, but also, if that two-year-old was always dressed alike, by the time that two-year-old is five years old, they're going to think that that's normal. And so, right. of course, they're going to want that because routine and consistency is happiness mm -hmm. to a five-year-old. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're going to want to dress alike. So, you're like, from birth, mix it up. Yes, yes. Plus, then you have double the clothing. I mean, my sister and I do that now. We live in different states, but when I go visit her, I'll bring a whole bunch of clothes. She'll borrow them for a while. You know, things, then you have more stuff. Yeah, I like that idea. I like the mm -hmm. variety. Maybe we'll get them on that because I can't seem to win the argument. Like your husband. That's my mother calling me now. If you hear whip it, that's my ringtone. I enjoy well, that. Thank you. I don't know why I just don't put my phone on silent like a normal person would, but I'll call her back. Oh, Stacy, I love this whole twin thing. And I like that for not only do I get to speak to a lot of twins, but usually do you find, okay, before I tell you my twin mom thing, 
Do you find that you meet a lot of twins? And do you think that there's a weird force that puts you guys together? Yes. Cool club. Yes. Yes. I think so. And you just kind of randomly find people that are twins. And it's just the best thing ever. So my mother-in-law is a twin. And her twin actually had died before I met her. Which is a whole new podcast episode, I think, that you should just say it. But, like, it bonded us immediately. And we talk about twin stuff all the time. And, you know, people I work with, if I find out, you know, one of them has a twin, like, it's just, we're instantly, like, yeah. BFFs. I find that, but, like, the thing is, do you ever find yourself in a situation, like, I find myself in weird situations, and I'll speak to one person, or I'll sit next to one person, and the odds of it being a twin or a twin parent seems mm -hmm. significantly greater than the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. Yep. It weirds me out a little bit, though, sometimes. No, it shouldn't. It should make you feel super cool. I do feel super cool, but I'm like, <laughs> is there... I'm not, like, very big on the universe is telling me what to do. Like, I don't, like, live by, like, that kind of, like... I want to say, like, it's a mythological philosophy, but for those of you... <laughs> that do but i don't believe that like I, I do believe everything happens for a reason blah 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 but i have been in very interesting situations and will and i also when i'm out what people don't understand is that like i'm a, i'm very out there but when i go out on my own time i don't want to talk to anybody like i don't uh, even want to talk to the people i'm with <laughs> yes. i want to rest my voice I just want some downtime. But like we went to this giant um, like food truck festival and it was on an island off of Manhattan. And Manhattan already, I mean, I know everybody thinks New York City is huge, which it is, but it's actually a very tiny island. Like geographically, it's small. There's a tiny island off of our island that used to be owned by the Coast Guard. And every once in a while, they have like an event on this island. And I had always wanted to go there. And my sister's like, we're going to go to this food truck event. And that's what we're going to do. And I said, I'm just going to, it was, it's like open bar, open food truck. You pay one price for the whole day. So I was like, I'm going to go and drink and crochet all day. And I'm not going to talk to anybody. And my sister's like, yes. She's like, you need it. I need it. We're going to pretend the world doesn't exist. We're just on this tiny little island. And so we went to this thing and we even bought our own chairs just in case we couldn't find a chair that me and my sissy could sit together. And so we're sitting down and I'm crocheting and this woman comes up to me and she takes the crochet out of my hand and she what? starts crocheting. And now I'm like, what? come on, man, come on. And then it's like to me, I'm like, seriously? Like, I just wanted to sit here and drink this weird, like, pear beer or something that I was drinking. And then we start talking, and she's she's this older Asian lady. <laughs> and then she's showing me something, which then I became ultimately fascinated by. And I'm like, I've been doing it wrong this whole time, because apparently she was watching me. Oh. And so she was watching me, and her English wasn't great. So she just decided to take the bull by the horns. And just, it was irritating her, whatever I was doing. It was bothering her. But I get that. I could see that. And so she sits down and in her, we just start talking. And then her son comes by. And her son, like her son's like, yeah, I make food trucks. And this is what I do. And this is why I'm here. And I take my mom every so often. Long story short, he was a twin. His twin was there. 
So now this twin mom, and so I, where it initially started as crazy Asian lady assaulting me over my crochet became, <laughs> this is my new best friend. I'm sure you're BFFs now. You're totally. We are. And we would meet up at crochet things what? in the city. <laughs> Hell to the yeah. I didn't even know that there was a crochet guild in New York City. What? Until she told me. That meets up the first Thursday at Good Shepherd yep. Church, everybody who's listening. Of There's course there things. is. But like that's, like what are the odds of that? And then for the, for the back to school night for my son's school, like he's going into high school. And this, like I'm rarely alone. Like I'm rarely in situations where I'm alone. So I'm there and I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want the information. What's tuition? When do we need books? What's happening? And this woman sits next to me with her son, who's also super shy. And I'm like, perfect. Like I like, like meet, meet the shy boys. Like they could be friends. Like this is good. Long story short, this boy is a twin. She's obviously a twin mom, this chick Mary. He's a twin and his twin sister is going to where my daughter's going to go what that's awesome and there, let's say that there's 500 people in this room what are yeah. the odds that we would sit next to each other that i love that see i think there is like something special about that like that's not random that's i feel like there's this this whole sense of universe that's putting twin people together like we see you yeah we know that you're different whether it's good or bad we know you're different mm -hmm. whether it's a positive or negative way that you're different as i do air quotes <laughs> Uh, oh, we're, all right. we're definitely different. I say we're like, we should be sheltered from the rest of the world. Like, I don't think singleton should be exposed to me. Like if you're having one baby, I'm not the person to talk to. I'm going to scare you and you're going to cry and you're going to be like, we should just <laughs> give it up. We should just put it up for adoption. Well, I remember when my sister got married before me and her husband said, I can't wait until you get married. And he and I can talk about how weird you two are. <laughs> and I was like, I, I get that. Yep. I see that. I love yep, that. That's fair. <laughs> I, love it. I love talking to you so much. And it makes me so hopeful that my kids are going to be functional adults. They're going to be great. And they're going to be friends. And they'll have fun stories about you to share with the world. Did you ever hate each other? Did you go through oh, like a phase where you were like, ugh. Middle school? Yes. Yeah. Did you nails into each other's arms? Yes. Please tell me more about that so that I know that I could get through this period of my life. Oh, well, and oh. I mean, there were, yeah, even in college, there were times where we just, you know, you have to be separate for a little bit. But yeah. since we've adults, it's, and I think that's because we live separately, yeah. you know, it's kind of more special when we see each other. But of course, it's another, it's another big motivation to make sure that I talk about the school separation. Because middle school, I think, is already tough, but middle school in the same class. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Except, like, literally the same class. No changing classes. And when you change classes, oh, you were with yeah. your twin. And I say to everybody, I don't want to be with my husband 24 hours a day. Oh, God. I don't want to be with anyone. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm totally good. I don't even want to be with myself 24 <laughs> hours a day. Nap to be away from That's myself. That's it. That's what Netflix is for. And then pay our beer. That's it. Right. But yeah, I think it's really tough and they're going, my kids are going through this stage now, even from last time we spoke, that they're like arch enemies. Oh yeah, no, Why that's- are we arch enemies right now? What's going on guys? Just think about the middle school mind. I have an eight, going to be eighth grader. I've thought a lot about the middle school mind. You know, like sometimes when you're in middle school, you love people. Sometimes you hate everybody. Like 
<laughs> of course that's I mean at least in my house <laughs> my poor puppies I feel bad and I don't I don't she's tried to she tries to be so much more empathetic and gentle but then she doesn't realize when she literally is like demon spawn and she's oh, yeah. like why doesn't he want to talk to me and I'm like well honestly if you approach it that way I'm scared of you right now girls man Ooh. I don't want yeah it's no good oh my god we're talking for like an hour we have to cut this off people are gonna be like I have to get out of the car and go buy my eggs oh my god yeah I listened to this podcast on my drive to work which is like 45 minutes so anything longer than that I'm yeah. like gotta go to work no my I'm strictly a car podcast or a crochet podcaster like if or I'm depending walk, uh, walking my dog walking dog is I good I love mm-hmm. a good podcast. I, I listen to other people a lot more than I listen to me. Because I'm like, I already heard this. I was part of it. And sometimes I like to go back to people that I've met. And like, I honestly do believe that this will be something I will go back to and listen to. And not only does it mark a conversation we had, but it also marks a time in my children's life. Yes. Because I, tell, <laughs> I just told you stories of what's happening now or what happened then. You, and they should listen to it later. I hope they do. But like Twiniversity is this weird time capsule of being mm-hmm. a parent to me. Yeah. And I didn't realize it until like the other day I was looking at a YouTube video that my daughter made on some toy called Beatos that somebody mm-hmm. sent us. And I was like, you want to do this? I was like, you're not going to be one of those YouTube kids, just so you know. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I, I highly discourage anybody thinking that that's a valid career choice for your child. Uh, oh, another again. Once again, bye, listeners. Like whatever. Let's. We're gonna have. We're gonna do a podcast. You and I of just don't listen to us because you're gonna hate. You won't. Things you won't I will say that will make you turn yeah, off. Things that are podcast. gonna piss you off by Natalie and Stacy. That's gonna be that. I'm and in. Stacey, I love you. We have to. I love you too. This. I'm so glad that you play with us in our sandbox, and you do have to be better to your mom. Could you send her like an edible arrangement or something today? Hey. I will. Yeah. will. Don't send flowers because she'll probably get mad that you spent money on flowers. But if it's food or a snack or maybe like what I like to send my mom is I like to make a little Amazon Prime box and do some Ooh. jellies and crackers because they have stuff like and a puzzle, like things that she likes. And despite the fact that my mom lives 17 steps from me, it's still nice <laughs> to receive a package. So she yes. gets all excited and she's like, what's this? Because I could just bring down the jelly and crackers. But she loved, like, she, oh. it makes her feel special. Yep. And even though she didn't raise twins, my mom's going through a lot and she's the best. So moms she's are the best. Twins, that's honorary. Yeah, look, if she didn't have me, I wouldn't have twins. If she didn't, like, then Twiniversity wouldn't exist. So, like, you look at the chain of command. So ultimately, we owe it to my mommy. This we whole do. Thing. Yeah, everything you owe to your mommy. That's the way that it should be. Stacy, I'm pressing stop on this for now, but don't hang up on me. And for guys that are listening, you know, there's so many more conversations that I have with wonderful guests like Stacy. I think I've only had two dud podcasts that I've ever taped <laughs> oh, and they've no. never made it to air. Oh my gosh. But now I said that I probably made some excuse of why I didn't. Me and Stacy, by the way, this is a redo of one that we did tape and it really was, uh, it had to be a redo. It wasn't that the last one was a dud. The last one was that we, the original one, we talked about that show about the twins that married twins like that. We're going to have, we'll do this again. Well, so this we is sh- Nat and Stacy part one. Stay we tuned. We have so many DLC shows to talk about. Literally, Ooh. we could just, maybe that's what we're going to do. Our next topic will just be twin shows. 
Woo, but it. yeah, you're you're like totally part of our mom squad because Aww. you're you're the best. And I love that if we have questions, and especially from our audience that are listening, if you guys have questions for Stacy, just email us at community at twiniversity.com. We'll get them over to Stacy. But we don't want your your twenties to go crazy, and we don't want you to go crazy too. So thanks for listening. Enjoy your day. Go buy your eggs now, guys. <laughs>